Welcome to Jasmine, the Love Doctor's podcast titled Love Just For You, where I'll be dropping you all the love juju throughout each episode, each and every Wednesday. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Jasmine, the Love Doctor. That's Jasmine, the Love Dr. And also follow the podcast Instagram page, which is love just for underscore you. That's love just for underscore Y-O-U, where you can find all of my links in my bio. Okay, guys, let's dive right in. So today's episode, we'll be focusing on the five love languages. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this um, a couple times, and um, I, I haven't really dove into what it is or why it's um, good for you to learn. Um, I haven't really dove into any of it. So let's just go right in. So what is um, the five love languages? Um, It is a book by, let's see. Gary Chapman. Um, His book have gained so much momentum that he developed, uh, then developed a uh, five love language quiz, which is accessible online at five love languages um, dot com. So uh, with this, um, there is a note at the bottom of the website and I'm sure of the book as well that, um, though every effort has been made to create a useful assessment tool for the end user, which is you, the authors and publishers make no warranties expressed implied regarding the accuracy, completely completeness, uh, timeless timeliness or useful usefulness of any information contained with contained or referenced therein this assessment is to be used as a substitute for any medical or psychological advice diagnosis or treatment of any condition or problem users should direct all questions regarding the these matters to a licensed clinician the use of this assessment does not create an expressed or implied professional relationship any actions taken as a result of using this assessment are at the sole discretion of the user, which is you, and the author and the publisher are not and will not be liable otherwise responsible for any decision made or action taken due to the use of the assessment. I will follow that same uh, for that matter. So um, I, you know, I I say that only because, um, you know, Jasmine, a love doctor, only give you guys what's worked for me. What worked for me may not work work for you, but I feel like I've seen a lot of success within 
people who's actually tried this, right? So then at that moment, if it's not, if it has not only worked for me, but has worked for others as well, I'm going to pass the information on to you guys so it, you can try it and see if it works for you. Um, so with that being said, what is five love languages? Um, five love languages is um, a book and a quiz to help you learn your love language. So why is this important? Um, learning your love language is imperative for you to learn yourself. I'm sure you guys have heard me say on um, a few of my previous podcasts that um, learning yourself is imperative. <coughs> Excuse me, learning yourself is imperative to growth. In order to move forward um, with feeling complete as a woman, you have to learn yourself, and it is not only imperative for you to learn yourself for yourself, but it's also imperative for you to learn yourself for relationships going forward. And that's any relationship. Um, Because ultimately, if you don't know yourself and you don't know what makes you tick, if you don't know what makes you feel loved, how are you going to teach the next person um, what that is, right? You're going to be confused and and it's going to lead to confusion in relationships, ultimately. Um, The more you know yourself, the more you know what it takes for you to feel loved, the more you're able to show others how to love you and how to become, and, and, and you yourself, how to become more keen on those in your life who already naturally give you your love language, right? Um, a lot of times um, we are not, we, we have an idea of what we want, but not necessarily able to hone in on the actual verbiage to express to other people what it is we need from them. Sometimes it comes out in frustration. Sometimes it comes out in arguments. Sometimes it comes in out in just every other way that doesn't lead you closer to um, you uh, getting to the point of what it is that you want from that person, right? Um, usually when people argue, it, the conversation goes so far left, you forget what you were actually arguing about, what the main point of you uh, bringing up a situation was. Um, so this helps you uh, come to terms with knowing yourself so that you're able to clearly and concisely uh, verbalize what it is that you want. So, um, again, where do you access this five love language quiz? You go to five, the number five, love, L-O-V-E, languages, L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-S dot com. And let's just go over what, um, the love languages are, um, the five love, love languages can be, um, one is quality time. Um, that's time spent. One, another is receiving gifts. Another is acts of service. Another is words of affirmation. And lastly, physical touch. Lastly, but not least. 
So, um, you basically are doing it to learn more about how to give love and to receive love. And, um, these love languages are offered to people who are couples, also people who are uh, single. It also it also offers a quiz to teens. And what I just learned that made my heart so warm is that it also offers children quizzes, um, and also apology quizzes. Now, now, where is this important for children? Okay, this is important for your children because often we grow up and um, we feel like, you know, hey, if my parents would have done this differently or when I grow up, I'm going to do this differently with my children because my parents felt to do this enough or um, I wish my parents would have done this more. So when I get older and have my own children, I plan to do this more. Um, what I'll get into a little bit later about um, how effective it is to learn yourself and this being one of the effective ways taking the quiz to learn your love language is because while um, you'll learn, as I like I said, I'll touch on it a little bit later, but um, as you'll learn with being a parent, every child is different. And um, whereas... Um, my parents gave me love one way, me replicating it. And, and granted, you know, there's there's things that cross the board um, are definitely going to be beneficial to any child on this earth, quality time, love, so on and so forth, uh, words of affirmation, all of that, right? You want to have all of it. But ultimately, you want to make it easier for yourself as a parent to key in on those um, attributes or love languages that are necessary for each individual child, right? Um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but it's, it's could be looked at as wasted energy. Um, if you're, if you're saying, I'm going to do this more when I get older with my children, and then you're pouring all of that effort and energy into that one thing, when in reality, that child doesn't need more of that the child actually need more of quality time or worse of affirmations or gifts. Um, and you could just be giving them their love language and uh, giving them more of what their love language is and less of the extra wasted energy. Um, so that's why it's so imperative for, for learning the love language for me of your children Um and just taking it back to my own experience, uh, right now I have two sons and uh, one daughter, and um, my sons are have been. Um, they're the oldest, and the girl is the youngest of the tribe, and um, my sons have been pretty similar in the way that they receive love. And I have gotten thrown a curveball with my daughter because her love language is completely different from theirs. And it challenges me. 
Papa, mommy's recording right now. Mommy's working, so I'll be down in just a moment, okay? Okay, talk to me through the door because I'm not going to open it. I'll be down in just a second, okay? Um, with her, um, I had it, it was challenging as a parent because I felt like we were often clashing because of just um, and yes, she's only three. Right. And how could you clash with a three year old? It just seemed like um, loving was easier for um, me to give to my boys than it is to give to her. You know, as much as love as I was pouring into her, it just seemed like it just wasn't enough. So um, me taking the quiz, sitting down with her walking through the steps of um, her love language um, and finding out what that means, means that I'm not going to give her the same love language as I would give my sons, right? Um, Because all of that is wasted energy. Um, I learned that hers is words of affirmation and quality time. And once I came into that, um, I saw a huge shift now she's feeling like I'm giving love to her uh, in her way. Love just for her, right? And that's ultimately what it boils down to. Um, so um, I took the test a long while ago. Ronald and I, Ronald, my husband, and I touched on this some time ago about how we discovered this book and loved it and took the quiz as a couple. And um, we noticed a huge shift. Um, Back then, my primary love language um, was quality time. And for the sake of this podcast, um, Love Just For You, I took it again just to see if uh, mine has changed. Um, And like I've mentioned before, we all know that um, learning yourself is a continuous effort. You can't learn yourself today because uh, yesterday and not learn yourself today because you're a completely different person yesterday than you are today. And it makes it able for you to notice every changing part of yourself so that you're able to communicate that to your partner. So today, my love language is still quality time in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there as this type of person, being there for this type of person is critical. But being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, all of the chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. I scored a quality time 29%, receiving gifts 3%, acts of service 16%, words of affirmation 26%, 
and physical touch, 26%. As you can see, they chose quality time as my primary love language at 29%, but words of affirmation and physical touch came in close second and third with 26% each. I could not disagree with this um, take on what my primary, primary love language was. Um, let's go over some of the questions that they asked um, during the quiz. Um, are you married or in a relationship? This is for the couple one. Um, uh, is it more meaningful to me when one, my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Or two, I feel connected with my partner through a hug. This one for me was a tough one. I sat there and I stared at it for a while because I had to really dig deep and think of past scenarios um, because both of these are important to me, right? Um, I feel extremely connected to my partner through a hug. And but I do feel somewhat violated, which triggered me to think, okay, maybe this might be the one that goes all over the 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 hug, because I feel extremely violated for me personally when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. I feel like for me in my love language, talking is a good game, but unless those that talk is not backed up through action, you're a load of fucking shit, a load of crap to me. <laughs> put put lightly, you know. Um, no, um, all, all BS aside, I really do feel like um, actions mean more to me than words. And granted, I do love words, but words are shit unless they're backed by actions. So then, because I felt so emotionally attached to that one, I chose my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Over, I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Another question is, um, it is more meaningful to me when, one, I hear praise from my partner. Two, my partner gives me something that really shows me that he's think- he or she is thinking of me. And that one was also hard for me because, um, you know, um, I'm an awesome wife. I'm an awesome mom. And... You know, words in in this instance for me within my love language, I do need to feel praise. I do need to say, hear someone say, damn, I married an awesome woman. Damn, you're a bomb ass wife. I'm so glad that my kids have you as a mom. You know, little things like that goes a long way. And, um, and, and that's just, for me, recognizing um, the actions that have been put forth. Um, it just confirms, like, okay, yes, I am doing the right things uh, as a wife. I am doing the right things as a mother. Um, and it's nice to have someone recognize that and point it out and recognize that. Um, so words to back up actions. Um was more important to me than my my partner giving me something that shows me that he was thinking of me. So I chose hear praise, praises. I hear praises from my partner. 
Um, another question is, um, is it more meaningful for to me when my partner and I kiss frequently or since my partner is showing something, showing interest in things that I care about? This one was another hard one for me. Um, you know, it's funny because when I read my partner and I kiss frequently, I instantly went to um, what Ronald's love language is, and that is his. Um, we did a previous podcast. You got to go back and listen to um, the beginning um, series where we discuss everything in regards to our relationship um, from the beginning, um, where we met, when we met, before we met who we were before we met and all the way up until the day we got married and basically showing how beautiful um, the flowers emerged from the concrete and the dirt and the mud that we had gone through up until that point. Um, So um, I learned that that was his love language. He loves to kiss frequently and um, it now has become a part of me to where I, I love that part of him. I love the extra mushiness. Um, and, I, and, I, and before that, I do love to kiss. I'm not a big kisser, but with the right person and knowing that it excites my partner and that is his love language, it makes me excited to kiss him because I feel like I'm dropping my love juju on him and making him feel more loved and his love language brings me excitement. However, I chose, I sense, because this is about me and not him, I chose, I sense my partner showing interest in things that I care about. For me, um, I know that um, we are two different people. Yes, we have interests that are the same. But we have a lot of interests that are not the same as well. I am just not into watching him play football. That's my baby. I'm going to be supportive. I'll be up there with the jersey and the sign and everything else. Being his number one fan and giving him that support he needs even though I can give two fucks about him playing football. He knows this. It's no secret. Shit. His friends know this too, the ones he plays with. But um, you wouldn't be able to tell it from my actions. Um, But for me, because I am putting myself in situations where um, I'm supporting him through the fact that I have no interest whatsoever about that, I actually am giving him his love language, giving him my love language, whether or not he values that, whether or not that's his love language, who cares? I just know that that's my love language. So I'm giving it to him and in in the way that I know how to. So, um, for me, he may not take interest in, um, just sitting down and cuddling each other on the couch and um, watching mushy movies. Um, if it's a mushy movie that's blowing up things and uh, 
people cussing all day and um, action fighting um, or even sci-fi love movie, then he's all for it. He's game. But if it's a mushy movie for me where I'm crying and by the way, this motherfucker ruins my cry every time I cry. So I tend to watch mushy movies by myself because I want to let my tears fall whenever they want to fall without interruption. And this fucker is not going to be ruining my cries during a movie. Okay. Cause I become one with the movie. I'm not going to have him ruin that shit for me. So he's gotten better. He's gotten better. He's gotten to the point where <laughs> he's gotten to the point where he will try not to look at me while I'm crying. Cause he does it every time he used to do it every time. But then it's funny because I know that he's trying not to look at me during the scenes that makes me cry that he knows is going to trigger to make me cry. And then it makes me laugh anyway. And he ruined my cry. So at that moment, I'm just not going to watch this shit with you. How about that? Okay. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I want you to sit there. I want you to deal with your, uh, control yourself and not ruin my fucking cries and show interest and the things that I care about. So I chose that one over uh, uh, my partner and I kiss frequently. Another question is, uh, my partner works on special... One, my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete. Or two, my partner gives me an exciting gift. I'm not really big on gift giving, as you guys saw in past pod... or heard in the uh, past podcast... I'm Elmira with fucking gifts and he like goes all out all out on gifts and really breaks bread and as you see of the three big big gifts that he's given me I've lost two um I found one one remains lost someone really came up on a fucking engagement ring kudos to them because I have not found it to this day but hey my hubby is awesome So he bought another one that's even better and even prettier. And I have not taken that one off my finger since. But um, I chose um, my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete. Um, A lot of times with my anxiety, I a lot of times, a lot of times I uh, get overwhelmed with projects that I know will take time, lots of time to complete. He helps break them down for me into smaller projects and then he helps me complete them. And I feel so mushy and ready to fucking suck him down after that shit. It's a huge turn on for me um, because he's taking something that I am completely overwhelmed by and making it easier for me and that is for me a huge turn on so I chose that one um another one another question um that was uh that was part of the quiz is what me what is more meaningful for me what is more meaningful to me it is more meaningful to me when one my partner doesn't check his or her her phone while we're talking and two my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me 
this one was a hard one for me. You guys know me by now from the past podcast. Both of those are my love language, love languages. And um, it really had me digging deep on um, past situations where I had to really kind of just do weigh both of those out um but just where we are today him checking his phone while we're talking I know that it's something imperative because he is so keen in on my love language now because I was able to articulate and verbalize it and even give him my quiz and my results so that he can learn for himself maybe by reading it that if he's on the phone right now when we're having a conversation, he's taking care of business. So it doesn't bother me as much anymore. So I would say my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Um, I am a very busy lady, as I've said multiple times, with doing the Love Just For You podcast to deliver you guys. Love Juju every week, every Wednesday. It takes a lot of energy. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I work full time. I am at home with three children, two of them in distance learning. Um, One who is very artistic, not autistic. Um, I love autistic kids, nothing against it, but artistic, who does not watch TV, who has to build, create all day in order to stay stimulated. It is a lot on me. I run a business where I am Jasmine the Love Doctor. I'm giving coaching, life coaching services to single women to help them learn more about themselves so that they're able to find a husband just for them, to find um, a relationship just for them that they can be happy in and have a healthy relationship. I'm also talking with couples and helping them grow and learning what it is that they need from each other um, so that they can thrive and be happy and be in a healthy relationship. Totally freaking possible. How do I know? Because I'm in one and we didn't get there overnight. It took time. It took effort on both of our ends to get there and we got there. So... Um, I have a lot of things going, as you can see, and my partner uh, definitely, Ronald goes out of his way and does things to relieve pressure on me all of the time without asking because he knows my love language and he's more able to pour into me without me having to um, verbalize it. So with that being said, um, let's talk about how it was before um, we tapped into each other's love language. Uh, Ronald took the test. I learned that his love language is um, is one, receiving gifts, and then two, words of affirmation. I'm sorry, that's mine. Uh, physical touch. So, Um, because that was not my love language, me giving him quality time, me giving him, um, words of affirmation, which he, anybody can enjoy me giving him all of 
my love languages was like him not receiving love at all ultimately right um I think that when you're and I've said this time and time again when you're naturally in tune to um, your partner you see things that you play around with things you do things for them of course I've gotten him a gift and saw that he was completely elated by that gift and then I think naturally I subconsciously took note and got more gifts for him, right? Um, Because I knew without having taken the test that this is something that gets him uber excited. Um, I'm uber excited and that it gets his wheels turning, okay? So um, just going back to before the test was taken, he would buy me gifts and throw me elaborate parties, which he still do to this day, and I appreciate them. He's throwing me more parties um, than I've ever had in my entire life. And I appreciate them. And I know um, now that it is him showing me love and through his love language. So let's just go back to um, when I was talking about learning your kids and their love language and doing the love quiz the love five love language uh, quiz for your children um it applies in the same manner to your relationship because what it did for me was I was really frustrated with Ronald because you know I was just knowing that he loved me right because he's doing these things for me that a person who loves a person will do, right? He's keeping me involved. He's he's um, buying me gifts. He's um, having me come to his football games. Just all this stuff, right, that he's doing. He wants me around him, all this stuff. And he, he's planning, making plans with me, all this stuff that shows me that he wants this relationships relationship and that he is valuing this relationship but I was getting um irritated when he would throw me a party um he 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 got me um all dressed up and all dolled up um for the night that he was proposing to me let's just take it there um and uh have my makeup done. He's done this several times already. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm getting all dressed up. There's nothing better than having a man say, hey, look, go get dressed. I, here's the dress that I bought for you. You're going to go get your makeup done at seven. This is just everything, right? Like he's just, that's, that's, that's it, right? So you're doing all that. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, baby, got it together. We're about to go have a whole night with it just us two we're about to eat some bomb ass fucking food and we're gonna go fuck all fucking night right and no kids involved at that moment we only had one I'm like yes baby no he knows what it is but instead I walk into a room full of people saying happy birthday to me and I'm like okay he knows that I value friendships and relationships. So I love my people. I love my family. I love my friends dearly. And there's not one that can tell you otherwise. But 
um, my love language, the way that I'm set up, is fucking bomb-ass dinner, me and Ronald cuddled up, watching TV, and fucking all fucking night, and sticking things in holes, uh, that haven't been stuck in a while, aka 69, um, going all in, and just doing everything, and enjoying each other in its entirety, and so when I walked into the room full of people, I knew that more than likely we were going to end up drunk by the end of the night and none of that shit was going to happen, right? So, um, you know, I did the the Friday when, it, when the lady was saying, I'll call you later. And she said, uh, okay, that fake ass, like, uh, okay, thank you guys for coming. Um, this is amazing. Thanks for coming to my birthday. Thanks for the party, babe. Fake ass appreciation, right? And, and, um, I come to learn that the reason he had them there, well, my ass, my stubborn ass, is because he planned on proposing to me. So that was an exception, uh, to the rule. Um, but, um, after the love language test, the five love language quiz, I was able to learn from him taking it and me taking it that gift giving and party throwing is what he thrives off of. And that is what his love language was. So not only did it help me realize what it is for me to articulate to him what it is I need from him. It helped me realize going back, fuck, he's been giving me his love language and loving me the way that he knows how to love. But it doesn't mean that, you know, it no longer was like, damn, he's just not learning me or damn, he just doesn't know how to give me my love language it was like damn all this time it just confirmed what I already knew which was this this was his way of loving me right but then after the love language test I was able to see that not only is this his way of giving me love the way that he knows how I can better understand how to articulate to him without being frustrated clearly and concisely um, have a conversation with him about what it is that I need to be loved. Shit, to be honest with you, I literally took the test, forwarded my results to him, and barely had to express to him what it is that I needed from him going forward. Um, he took the test and forwarded his results to me, and I was like, oh, fuck. He's been giving me love language and his love language. Now I need to do more of what he needs um, to step my game up a little bit more. So, you know, um, a lot of people have asked me, come to me after the last couple of podcasts, bringing up my love language. Is it real? Does it work? Um, you know, um, can you really find, can you really find out real things about yourself and real things about your partner from this quiz? Fucking absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wholeheartedly um, feel that you can. And 
sometimes you may think you have it just by analyzing your partner and then having them take the quiz and you taking it yourself you sometimes learn more about what it really is that you're looking for what it really is that you're yearning for in a relationship and for just your love type and the type that you the way that you need to give and receive love or the way that yeah give and receive love to all of your loved ones right kids your partner so on and so forth yourself um so with that being said thank you guys for listening i would love to hear more about um your thought process on um this topic i would love to hear about um if you have already taken taken the test or read the book or if you have not and since this podcast have taken the test or read the book i would love to hear about it dm me comment under my post let me know what you think thanks for listening bye All right, guys, so this is free game. Um, What better way than to um, learn about yourself than to learn what it is that you need to feel loved? Okay. Um, Oftentimes, we feel like in relationships, we don't receive the love that we need just for us. And this can be with your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad, your auntie, your lover, your friends, right? Sometimes we get stuck in a rut of, my goodness, these people just don't understand me. Is there anyone on this fucking earth that understands me, right? Um, We get to that, that point and... Sometimes it, it has to do with the fact that we're not too clear of what it what we need. A lot of times we don't find ourselves slowing enough time into learning ourselves. And in that moment, we um, sometimes confuse those who were often asked, asking to fill those parts of us that need filling without really giving them a clear guide as to how to do that. We're confused ourselves, so we're giving we're giving off confused uh, advice, confused behavior on how to give us the love that we need. So, um, time and time again, I express the fact that it is imperative to learn yourself. I mean, learn every part of yourself. Learn how to fuck yourself without needing someone else to do it. Learn how to love yourself. Learn how to appreciate yourself. Learn how to be kind to yourself, to give yourself emotional um, support in a positive and healthy way to um, allow yourself to feel right in your emotions. Learn yourself in every emotion. Learn yourself in every way. So then this way, um, you're faced, when you're faced with personality, someone you're working with, someone that is new into your life, maybe a new step, a a new mom or becoming um, a step parent to a new spouse or 
um, just any kind of relationship that is foreign to you because you're so aware of what who you are and what you need you're able to then make clear and concise boundaries going forward you're able to articulate what it is that um, you will tolerate and that you won't tolerate um, and, and, and not in a, in a mean way or a hateful way, but from a place of love, right? So you're, you're able to articulate what it is that you need and able to articulate what it is that you stand for so that the boundaries are clearly set, right? In a way that a person does not have to search or, or guess what it is that you're expecting from them. They're able to say, okay, this is what Jasmine is about. She's made it completely clear to me from jump. So there's no guessing. There's no guesswork. Um, and then you're able to say, okay, well, this person has these um, personalities and traits that I can see with myself clashing or disagreeing with. So let me... Um, um, you know, deal with that now to ameliorate, ameliorate any problems going forward, right? So for instance, one advice, one piece of advice I had given someone was, um, you're, you're having this new person being your space and you've already offered for that person to use your car. And, um, because you know how you are, you, one, should have never offered someone to use your car without first setting boundaries. We know that you are going to trip about your gas being replaced. We're no, uh, we know that you're going to, you know that you're going to trip about the miles being put in your car and maintenance and so on and so forth. So that should have already been outlined when you offered that person to use your car. You should have already learned yourself to know that, um, hey, these are going to be triggers for me going forward. I should go ahead and make sure that those boundaries are set up beforehand so that there's no confusion, so that there's no clashing or less clashing, so that the boundaries are outlined prior to um, the situation, right? So um, a better way would have been for that person to say, I am okay with you using my car as long as you replace the gas, as long as we go half on the maintenance known um, for us to use this car, as long as you pay for yourself to be included on my insurance so that, um, so that in the event that you get in an accident, you will be covered and you, uh, the person that you potentially get in an incident with will be covered, right? So just knowing yourself and knowing your boundaries, uh, knowing yourself makes it for clear and concise boundaries. Um, and yeah, it makes life just a little bit more easy. And it also contributes to healthy relationships, um, less clashing, more meeting of the minds. So take that free game as you will. And I hope you enjoyed listening. I'll check in with you guys next Wednesday for the newest podcast on love just for you.